Al, we cannot get away from news in September, apparently. Apparently. September, the month of news. News. Everything just happens in September. Yeah, it's usually not the case, but like... Especially on the 21st night of September. Do you remember? I do remember. Because, well, stuff happened that day. (laughs) Good job. I, I... Say, do you remember... Welcome to this week's episode of the Season 9 with Jacob OVA. It's a podcast where we have conversations about video games, anime, and manga. Hello. I'm Jared, joined as always by Doc Allen Ladium. Hello. And uh, we got some stuff to talk about today. Yes, we do. We're, we're discussing a big news thing that happened Monday, and then we're going to say goodbye to uh, to an old friend. That's true. So... A lot of us woke up Monday... Mm-hmm. You woke up a little bit earlier, so you pre- you didn't, you weren't as weirdly weirded out by what happened. Yeah, I mean, I woke up. For, <laughs> let me try that again. I woke up for work, and so yeah, who when would you do that? When you, I know it's terrible. No one should allow this to happen. <laughs> um, so when you sent me the message, I was like, "Excuse me, what?" And then I looked, and I was like, "Well, okay, I guess that is a fact." Yep. So the day before the Xbox Series X and S pre-orders were going to go live, mm-hmm. Microsoft announced that they had bought a new studio. Yep. For you know, hang on, let me uh, for a, a tiny amount of money. Small. Very small. There's a seven. Mm-hmm. A point. And an alien. Five. Yes, yeah, probably like seven and a half million. Right. Oh, hang on. Nope. Hang on, hang on. That, um, that's not an M. That that's a B. Yeah. That's seven and a half billion dollars. Billion. <laughs> that's how much Microsoft paid for Bethesda, actually for Zenimax. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's a lot of money. <laughs> it's a lot of money. Like it's so much money that I can't even wrap my head around the fact that that's a lot of money. Like if that makes any sense at all. Like, I think that's I saw just a figure of like. Amount. The last year, Sony's entertainment portion, like the most of the game stuff, mm-hmm. made around six billion in revenue last year, and then Microsoft buys Bethesda for seven and a half billion. Jeez! Holy moly! Yeah, so that's a lot of money for uh, for a big company that holds a lot of different studios out there. Let's, Let's talk about all these studios that they now are under the Microsoft umbrella. Okay. So since they have all of ZeniMax, they have Bethesda, mm-hmm. Bethesda Game Studios, ID, ZeniMax Online Studios, Arcane, Machine Games, Tango Gameworks, which now they have a Japanese game studio, Alpha Dog, and Roundhouse Studios. Uh, all these teams have made games in franchises like The Elder Scrolls, Fallout. Wolfenstein, Doom, Dishonored, Prey, Quake, and they have Starfield forthcoming, uh, The Evil Within, uh, just a butt ton of stuff. Yeah, like an absurd amount of games and an absurd amount of money. Mm-hmm. It is a lot. Yep. A whole lot. Uh, yeah, well, I don't, man... 
This is a, a huge power play by Microsoft. Yeah. I mean, first that's, and foremost. That's what I texted you when you first told me about it. I was like, that is a huge power move. Because you just take like a good chunk of like some big, big franchises and are now making them exclusive for your console, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, I know Phil Spencer came out in interviews afterwards and was like, oh, you know, well, I think uh, there's Deathloop and then Tokyo Ghostwire are do have exclusivity deals with Sony currently, and they will continue to honor those, which is real weird. That is weird. Um, but then after that is going to be a case-by-case basis, which probably means most likely that you will be playing these on Microsoft platforms and maybe a Nintendo platform. Yeah. And that's it. Because they play nice together. Mm-hmm. I would... The only thing I would see them, like, allowing them to, like, go and do, like, deals with Sony is if, like, they really, like, push forth, like, oh, if you if you really want to, you know, get the best value of this, you will come to, to the Xbox platform where you can get this on Game Pass for much cheaper. Yeah. Or you could pay $60 to get it on a different console. Or 70 depending on... Or 70 yes, you're right. Um, I believe they said all, like, also all Bethesda Games Town will be day one Game Pass. Oh, wow. So, another big get for Game Pass. Yeah, no kidding. Um... Like that's starting to be like a super amazing value at this. Point. It is. It's it like really 15 is. Fifteen bucks and you mm-hmm. get all that. Like it's insane. I almost resubscribed today for a dollar because I was like, "Hey, I could go and see what's on there," but then I didn't yeah. do it because um, I was like, "When will I have time?" Yeah, also <laughs> fair. But yeah, like that's a huge blow to Sony. Huge. Because you know, I mean, there's a lot. Of, there's a lot of people who like to play the Elder Scrolls, the Fallout's, the Dooms, the Wolfenstein's, the Dishonored's, all those Bethesda games on their Sony platform. And then now it's like you're most likely not going to be able to play those games on a PlayStation Five, right? Outside of the ones they've already done deals with. So like Elder Scrolls Six, Starfield, whatever the next Fallout game, whatever the next Doom is, whatever the next Wolfenstein is, you better pony up and buy an Xbox, I guess. Yep. It's uh, this is this is a wild, wild thing that just came out of left field, really. Yeah, I didn't expect this at all. Like we knew Microsoft had been getting real aggressive about buying studios because yep. that's kind of been their mo the last couple of years. But like Bethesda is a little bit different than the ones they've bought previously, right? So it's uh, it's a wild, wild, wild turn of events here. It's also bad. There is a, yes, you are correct. There is a flip side to this where this is really leading towards Microsoft getting into Monopoly territory. Yep. And that is a bad thing for video games in general. Like, I know a lot of people will parade this because of brand loyalty and all this hot garbage that they like to spout because console wars are still a thing after, you know... 40 years essentially reason it's real dumb brands don't care about you your systems do not actually care about you i can look at my xbox and my ps4 and my nintendo switch right now and be like hey guys do you care about me (laughs) and they will not respond because they don't like we're going we are we are quickly approaching a, a a a way where like there's going to be just just a strict divide between companies that will be exclusive on PlayStation, exclusive on Xbox. That's so that's that's terrible. Yeah. 
that's incredibly anti-consumer. It's just going to lead to real bad things. And then you have people out there online being like, well, Sony should go buy up this company or this company mm-hmm. or this company. It's like, for one, no. No. Two, they don't have the money to do and that. With what money would they do that? Microsoft has f- you money. Sony does not. Right. So, like, that's a, a big thing as well. And, like, a lot of, like, the gamers. Want to, yeah, they want them. They want, like, Sony to buy, like, Japanese game developers, like Konami and stuff like that. But, like, that's not an easy thing. Like, even in, like, an ideal world, like, you can't just necessarily be like, hey, we're going to go buy Konami because Konami has its its hooks into so many other non-video game avenues. Right. A lot of pachinko, a lot of gambling, but also just, like, a lot of other stuff that's, like, outside the, the realm of gaming. And, like, you're not going... Would you want... If you're Sony, would you want to go purchase a company that does all that other stuff? And Probably want not, to run all that other to, stuff like, as well? actually run it. Yeah, like, that seems like a real bad idea. Yep. So, like, that seems like a thing that's not going to happen. <sighs> but, yeah, like... And I think, as well, I think someone from, like, the head of Xbox was like yeah we're we're looking into buying more studios so like which is a that's a that's a big warning sign mm-hmm. uh, this is this is not good <sighs> um, it's real it's real real sketchy i mean like i know that they're always like late stage capitalism jokes but like this is this is getting beyond jokes at this point yeah um it's it's a little alarming, um, and I I was saying in, in a chat that we were in, it's like I'm pretty sure that like Disney and Microsoft and at the time it was like Comcast I think I don't remember but I was like they basically own everything. Um, and I think to put things into perspective, like this purchase was more than what Disney paid to get Star Wars. I think correct. Which is it just seems it's absurd it seems absurd and also seems like not real like that doesn't seem like that should be the case (laughs) that's what i'm saying is this that much money to me like i can't wrap my head around it because i'm just like that's an unrealistic amount of money for me to ever understand right but also like the putting that into perspective like it makes it feel like microsoft got fleeced yeah no kidding (laughs) like how did Bethesda drive the price up so much? Were they just like, man, who Sony's just knocking on our door with all these exclusivity deals? <laughs> or so I was like, oh gosh, put another, jack it up another billion. <laughs> we gotta get the fallout. We gotta get Todd Howard. Say they just own Todd Howard now. <laughs> I mean, you thought Skyrim being on everything was a was a joke, but now it's just available on every Xbox because of Game Pass. Yep. You will always have a copy of Skyrim at the ready. <sighs> yeah, I mean, this is, this is, um, I think it's a warning sign. Yes. But I know that some people are real stoked about it. It's also funny to see people be like, oh man, now that they got Bethesda, Xbox has the games again. It's like. You do realize none of the big marquee Bethesda games that you were thinking of are coming out in the next two months to coincide with the long launch of the Xbox. Mm-mm. Like this doesn't really change that much in terms yeah. of that console launch. We're we're not we're not gonna hear from those games for a while. Right. 
Yeah, it. I mean, we've talked about in terms of like me buying the consoles, like I know that I'm going to have to get certain ones because I know that like the game, I know I'm going to have to get a PS5 because certain games that I play, that's just what they come out on. Right. Um, And so like, I understand that they're saying like, oh, you know, if, if the next Elder Scrolls is only going to be on an Xbox, well, I got to definitely get an Xbox. Like, do you have to get an Xbox right now though? No, that's the case. Because... <laughs> Like, you can say all you want, like, oh, man, this is a good thing for Xbox sales right now. And I'm like, It'll be a good thing for Xbox sales in, like, two years. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. When Starfield comes out. Yeah. And then in, like, four years when Elder Scrolls Six comes out. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's a wild number. It's a wild, wild time. And just... It's a bit scary to think, like, man, if Microsoft can put down that much money to buy a big publisher and big arm of video games, like, who's to say they're not going to be more aggressive in taking or and trying to buy other big companies as well now? Right. Oofa doofa. Like, I know there was that that the, there was talks fairly recently of like uh, of Warner wanting to sell the the WB games mm-hmm. stuff. And then I think they just recently kind of like changed their mind on that. But like, if they saw this number or like, do you think Microsoft, like I, I wouldn't put it past them be like, open up talks and be like, do you think Microsoft would want to give us some, some kind of money like that? Well, something, something. something. Yeah. Yikes. It's also going to be weird whenever, if, if, if an, an electronics entertainment expo happens again, <laughs> that's another press conference that's that doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. So who who comes in and fills the Bethesda spot? <laughs> Square Enix with two press conferences this time. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> that's not even something I had thought about. That, that's all going to be on Microsoft's uh, thing now, which is going to be like three hours at this point with how many studios they have. No kidding. So it's basically going to be like Microsoft, Sony, and Nintendo probably wouldn't be there. You'd have Square and like Ubisoft. EA does their, EA does their thing offside, but like still kind of technically. So yeah, it'd be EA, Microsoft, Ubisoft, Square, and then the Nintendo Direct. Crazy pants. There's no reason to do E3 anymore. I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> Honestly, like, if this year has shown, like, I mean, there's been definite hiccups through a lot of companies' presentations, a lot of hiccups. Mm-hmm. But they've shown that they can do these kind of presentations without going to a big trade event. Correct. And that was kind of the thing that we've talked about. Like, you know, if, if companies want to do these things, they can just do them whenever. And they've done that this year. So. But that also, that also is determinant on if we have society in 2021 again. So Yeah, no kidding. Uh, but yeah, $7.5 billion for Bethesda. That's Dang. all now going to Xbox. Crazy. It's a wild, a wild time. But uh, let's let's transition to something a little more positive, a little, a little sadder though. A little, a little more sad. A little more sad. 
<sighs> Al, we got news last week. Yep. Nintendo has discontinued the 3DS. Rip. Pour one out for your homie, the 3DS, and all of its weird iterations that it's had. <laughs> oh, man. How uh, many has it had at this point? Okay, so there was the 3DS. The, yep. just The regular 3DS. I the 3DS XL. I had that one. The new 3DS. Had... I think I had that. I have the Majora's Mask one. I think that's that one. The 2DS. Okay. And then the new Nintendo 2DS XL. <laughs> which is just a 2DS, but it flips and has all the, the nubs and all that sort of stuff. It's just a 3DS mm-hmm. without 3D. Right. Because by that point, they're like, no, nobody's making 3D in these games anymore. Why bother? Right. Why bother? But yeah, it would, that console lasted a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, it launched in 2011 in all territories. Uh, and up till now. Do you realize, like, I'm, I'm going to make this very weird for a second. I started my master's degree in 2011, uh, in January 2011, so around mm-hmm. the same time it's launched. Um, yeah. And it's being discontinued now when I am two years post having a PhD. It's a long-running console. It's crazy. Super crazy. Super crazy. Uh, they apparently shipped 75 million units of the 3DS as of June 30th, 2020. Uh, oh boy, can you do you remember the introductory price for the the base 3DS? No, but I had it. Two hundred and forty nine dollars. <laughs> Dang, how did I afford that on a GameStop budget? A year later, when the 3DS XL came out. Mm-hmm. What do you think the price was? Uh, so this is a new iteration, but it's a year after the fact. Right. Probably the same price. One ninety nine. Whoa! They went down. They dropped the price, except in Australia, where it was like the same price of three hundred and fifty dollars. <laughs> Rip Australia. Uh, what do you think the best selling game for the Nintendo 3DS was? Like. Ever? Or? Of all time. As of March 31st, 2020. Um, My guess would either be some kind of Mario or a Pokemon. You're half right. Uh, it was Mario Kart 7. Alright. It sold 18 million units. That's a lot of units. That's a lot of units. But yeah, the, uh, the the 3DS is no more. You, they're not making it anymore. It's done. Which obviously I think everyone had seen coming since yeah. 2017 when the Switch came out. Yeah. Was Everyone's no like, man, this is on its last legs. When they when are they going to pull the plug? Yep. And they wait till now, which is a little weird. But yeah. Uh, I think at times, like, the 3DS was the best console. Yeah. That you could buy. Yeah. Like... 2012 2013 I would easily say the, the the best console on the market was the 3DS at the time. 
Like there's there is a lot. There's a great handful of games you can you can get for this that has all of the backwards compatibility with the DS. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you do lose like the the GBA backwards compatibility that the DS had, but like there are so many games you can play on this thing. And yeah. then on top of that, they have some virtual console stuff where you can get uh, Game Boy and Game Boy Color games, and I think SNES games on the new versions, but not the old versions. That's that was where things got real weird is when they introduced the new 3ds. The and new it's 3ds. Like, I mean, if we want to be real, <laughs> the new 3ds introduced the half-step console that the 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 big boy consoles went with, and made everything just terrible. Yep. So you have the 3ds to thank for that. Thanks. Um. I remember that I bought the original 3DS. Mm-hmm. I got the the blue shiny one. Um, and then when the XL came out, there was the whole thing of like, oh man, early adopters can like switch to this one and then get a bunch of like free like Game Boy games. Oh, were you a, a Nintendo 3DS ambassador? Yes, that's what I was. <laughs> Did you get a nice certificate? Did I get a certificate? That's the thing. They they gave ambassadors. I don't remember getting a certificate. I just got games. Well, I feel like I got ripped off now. I didn't get a certificate. You done goofed. Well, I didn't do anything. They didn't give me a certificate. That was me. So this was a thing where like... um. The 3DS came out in March here, and then by July of 2011, they cut the price to 169 from 249. Yeah, that's what it was. Um, and then that, that was like if you paid the original price, they put you in the 3DS Ambassador program and gave you bun- like a bunch of NES and uh, GBA games at no additional cost. Correct. I and you got, got a cool stuff. certificate that you were an ambassador. I want a certificate. I'm real mad at them. Which I want to say the reason they cut the price down so much was because like it just wasn't selling. It was not selling. Which is I... wild to think because like af- I think after that is like it just went off. Mm-hmm. And also I think the XL probably helped as well. Right. But like yeah like that is a very aggressive price cut when you think about it. Uh, oh boy. Uh oh. You want to hear about this launch lineup that the 3DS had? It sucked. <laughs> yeah. It sucked really bad. Yeah, this is real bad. Yeah, yeah. So for North America, you had Asphalt 3D, Busta Move Universe, Combat of Giants Dinosaurs 3D, Lego Star Wars 3 The Clone Wars, Madden NFL Football, Dogs and Cats, Pilot Wings Resort, mm-hmm. Pro Evolution Soccer 2011 3D. Uh, there was a latent game that came out in Japan at launch, but not nowhere else. Rayman 3D. Ridge Racer 3D. That's how you know it's a legit console. Yep. Because it has a, a Ridge Racer at launch. The Sims 3. Steel Diver. Super Monkey Ball 3D. Super Street Fighter 4 3D Edition. And Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon Shadow Wars. 
How do you how do you launch this thing without a Mario? Without anything. I think um Kid Icarus was supposed to be a launch and then it got delayed for like the year. Mm -hmm. This is on here. They're like additional 30 games were announced for the release during the system's launch window, which includes the three months after the system's launch date. So yeah, probably I something in there debating with myself that I was like, oh, man, there is nothing on here at launch. What am I going to do? Do I get it? Do I not get it? I got it. And then I didn't have anything to play. <laughs> and then now what? <laughs> I don't remember. I don't remember what I played. You played Madden NFL football. <laughs> I definitely did not. <laughs> um. So yeah, that price cut definitely did help, mm -hmm. especially when it got down to the holidays. Because like, uh, at launch they they shipped one point three million units to to you to the U.S. Um. Three months later, they had only increased that number to 1.43 million. That's around the time of the price cut. In September, it's up to 2.13 million, which is a significant, a 50% increase. And then by December 31st of 2011, it's to 5.4 million, which is a 125% increase. So, yeah, like that is a rough start. Yeah, it was a really bad start. I can confirm. I was there in game retail when it launched. Especially when you're coming off of the DS. Yeah. A very successful system. And then, like, this should have been another just layup. And then it's just like, let's, let's pull a PlayStation 3 and price it too high and then not ship any games with it. Let's pull a PlayStation 3 and an Xbox Series X. <laughs> <laughs> Hey yo! We got them jokes. Let me see if this this article has the launch window games in it, because I think that would be interesting to see, or it just doesn't. It's just like here's the launch games. Rude. Don't worry, they touted it as the biggest third party launch lineup in Nintendo history. Which, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is that an accomplishment though? Because that ooh, it's a rough one. You're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's talk about the Nintendo 3DS. I had us look at a list of games. You did. And you texted out... me and you were like, hey, look at this list. And I was like, okay, what am I looking at? Why am I looking at this? And then you Pick out some games why. that we thought were, were good on this system. Because mm -hmm. there was a good, good, good a good variety of video games on this year's system. I have a handwritten list, which I was <laughs> you telling fool. you. <laughs> I was telling you before we started recording. I was like, uh, mistakes were made because I started writing this uh, like by hand. Mm -hmm. And then I was reading through it and I'm like, oh no. Oh no. So we're going to see how I do. Oh boy. Yeah. Uh, I have first on my list, Animal Crossing New Leaf. Uh, this was the, the 3DS Iteration of Animal Crossing, just a great game. Um, I spent a lot of time playing this here Animal Crossing. This doing year? some This here Animal Crossing, doing some fun stuff online, all that sort of stuff. Building my town, being the mayor, being mayoral, doing all that fun stuff. I remember getting that game at midnight 
and then bringing my 3DS to work the next day because I wanted to play Animal Crossing. Nice. So I had my 3DS in my pocket the whole day, <laughs> which is real weird. Um, what's on your list? Uh, I don't actually have a whole lot of anything until quite late in the alphabet. Well, um, when, do, when do you start in the alphabet, and then I'll just I'll meet you there. F. F. Okay. Uh, after that, I have a, a little game, a small game, that it's like a two-hour game. It's called Attack of the Friday Monsters: A Tokyo Tale. This is a level five joint. Um, it's basically like a story set in like eighties Japan, mm-hmm. but like uh, like actual like kind of like kaiju uh, monsters actually exist. And you have to like kind of like go around and like deal with that as like a little kid and everything. Um, mm-hmm. It's a very small experience, but like I just remember enjoying the heck out of that game, and like just being so surprised, like how a it was like just a cheap game that I saw recommended, and b just like how much like I had fun with it just for like two hours, and that was it. Like I think that like I played that like at the end of the year, and like it made my game of the year list. Nice. It was very surprising. Um, after that, Bravely Default, um, I played a lot of that game. I beat that first game. I still never beat Bravely Second, not Bravely Default 2. That's <laughs> 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 a good naming conventions. Um, that game was a whole lot of fun. Um, a fun job system JRPG from your friends at Square Enix. Uh, and just the, the fun ways that they utilize like uh, the combat in that game really made it just stand out in a way that I was pleasantly surprised by. Um, even though there's a lot of that game you just have to replay because of the way the story is, which isn't all that great, but like the combat really kind of up, like holds it up enough to where like you still want to kind of go through everything and see all the different jobs and how like different combinations can affect gameplay and all that sort of stuff and making like the best combos that you can and all that. Now I'm going to take a drink of water. That's not a, that's not a game, but probably could have been. <laughs> Donkey Kong Country Returns 3D. This was a port of DKC Returns from the Wii or the Wii U, maybe the Wii. I don't know. It's one of those. Um, but yeah, like I, this was a this the first time I played like a Donkey Kong game since like the Super Nintendo. Um. So it was weird to kind of go back to that series after such a long period of time away from it. Uh, but it, those games were really good because, like, they really captured the kind of, like, the feel and essence of those original DKC games. But, like, really modernizing them in a way that doesn't make them just, like, these poorly aged or just, like, the way the, the gameplay is in those games. Mm-hmm. Um, which at the DKC 2 comes out tomorrow on <gasps> Switch Online. We get to play. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it is the Wii, by the way. I just double checked. Okay, I thought it was the Wii because I felt like it was old enough that it wasn't the Wii U. But mm. yeah, regardless. Uh, of course, the only thing is this doesn't have any funky mode, so clearly that is a downside. Clearly. <laughs> how how dare? Uh, and then as I get into the F's, uh, a game called Fantasy Life, which I super loved. Uh, this was another level five game. Um, and basically it's like a fantasy RPG, but like you go around and like you just do like menial jobs. Like you just like, oh, create your character. Do you want to be like a soldier and all this? Or do you want to go be like a carpenter? 
and that's your specialty. And like you just play out like you play out your storyline like that. And like, oh, I just do woodworking and all this sort of stuff. <laughs> this is my story and everything. Like that game was just so fun. And like just felt so different than um a lot of other games that I had played during that time period. Um It sucks that like they never came out with a sequel on like on handhelds after that. I think they did like a mobile game, but it only came out in Japan. And that was a bummer. But like I remember just God, I love the hell out of that game. Nice. I, I I have a game written down here that I'm pretty sure is the game you wrote down. Is it Fire Emblem Awakening? It is the Fire Emblem. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, so Fire Emblem Awakening is the first one that I put down. Uh, it was really my first, like, real foray into getting into Fire Emblem. Like, I dabbled on the ones that are on the cube. Um, but I didn't really get into it, and then I played this one, and I was like, "Oh, I'm in love with Crom." Okay. This and this is, is really where the series kind of just like blew up in a way that it hadn't previously. Correct. Yeah, this completely revitalized the series, um, for better for worse. Because I also wrote down that like, and I literally wrote this down, and I I, I could show you later. I wrote in parentheses, "Fates exists," <laughs> um, because three houses exist. Well, because I, I wrote down some on here that I feel like we have to mention, even though I don't like them. Yeah, that's fair. And, and Fates is one of those situations that I, I played, like, the two sides of it. And by the time I got a third one, I was just like, I am so, so done. Like, it was awful. But Awakening was really, really good. Yeah. And had an enjoyable story, had fantastic characters. Um. Like I said, Krom is fantastic and like one of one of the best boys ever. Um, but it, it really did a lot for Fire Emblem as a franchise and especially totally. like um like popularizing it in the West. Oh, yeah, like hundred percent. Because like, it was popular in Japan, but like this really did it over here. And like it was notable here, but mostly among just like fans of like tactical RPGs and those kinds of games. Like it didn't really have like that crossover appeal into just like everyone wanting to play Fire Emblem in the way right. like b- before this game came out. And then after this game came out, it was like the floodgates opened. Mm-hmm. Um, Fire Emblem Awakening is responsible for us getting Fire Emblem Warriors, which is great. Yeah, a very it is. good game. But also, it's responsible for getting Three Houses, which is a game that sucks. Boo. So, uh, after this, speaking of Warriors, do you have Hyrule Warriors Legends out here? Uh, I mean, the greatest version of that game that you can play <laughs> on the original 3DS. Oh, my God. No, that is the definitive edition, the definitive version, the game of the year edition, everything wrapped up into one. What a what a version of that game. This is a, this is one of the. That game's fine. I don't like it as much as you do. Um, Hero Warriors in general or Hero Warriors in general, but like oh, okay. also like. This is one of the instances where they you, they made a game more more in line for the new 3DS, right? But also made it for the original 3DS, and it was very it was a comp- compromised version. Yeah, I I literally wrote on this list, LOL, Hyrule Warriors Legends. Yes. <laughs> um, so yeah, like the the new 3DS version played better. It had yeah, better it frame fine. rates, had more characters on screen at the same time. But like the 3D the original 3DS version was just <laughs> rough. <laughs> Uh, and we've talked about this before, but like it definitely was evoking an era of bad PS1 games for me in a way that I was never thinking that I would have that kind of feeling again. 
So like I'm grateful for that, but like yeah, that that three that original 3DS version is not good. It's really not good. <laughs> and I mean like you have to acknowledge for me that like putting together Zelda and Musou it's basically like they picked my brain and like what what kind of game should I make for Al? Yeah. We should make this. And I'm like, yeah, you definitely should make this. Thank you. I appreciate that. Also, wow, you let me put Link in like mailman hot pants? Of course. Thank you very much. I appreciate this. But what if you just played all this on the Wii U instead? (laughs) I mean, I I have every version of this game. You do. I'm well aware of that. (laughs) So like, I... (laughs) That's just me. The console versions are a much better version than the 3DS version. Yes, I will... 100%. Completely agree with you on that. Um, which is why I wrote LOL Hyrule yeah. Warriors Legends. Like, you could play Fire Emblem Warriors on a new, on a new 3DS, which, thankfully, they, they got it right that time and did not release it on the, like, original 3DS as well. Yeah. But still, like, I don't... I don't I'd think rather play would, that on the console. I don't think you would want to play a, a Musou game on a handheld. It, it, does, it doesn't work as well. Yeah. It just doesn't. Uh, where does your list go next, uh, alphabetically? L. Okay, mine also goes to L. Uh, mine goes to several things that I think you would absolutely be like, yes, of course she mm-hmm. would go to those. So I don't know if that's where you want me to go now or if... I believe these are all from the same franchise. Uh, would it be The Legend of Zelda? Yes. Okay. Uh, yeah, I've got A Link Between Worlds, Majora's yes. Mask 3D, yes. Ocarina of Time 3D, yes. and Triforce Heroes. No. Um, <laughs> I didn't I got, play that game really, so like, I got just like, eh, whatever. It's charming. It's not good, but it's charming. Um, but I have all of those on my list. Uh, a Link Between Worlds is amazing. I it's, like that game a lot, especially as a sequel to A Link to the Past, which mm-hmm. probably I would I would probably appreciate that game more now than I did when I first played it. You would. It is definitely a game I never finished though. Um. <gasps> Can we replay it? I mean, I have to dust off my 3DS, and I do. Do I really want to play a 3DS game? I will replay it at the same time as you. I'm aware of that. We will. We'll keep that in mind. Okay. Not saying that's a the definitive. Okay. Um. But yeah, A Link Between Worlds is fantastic, and like the little details I put in it, um, point to Link, uh, Link to the Past is just amazing. And considering that, like. It's one of my favorite Zelda games. Um, just having this essential love letter, but it's also like a very clever love letter. Like the gameplay mechanics of this rule, so good. Um, also, Majora's Mask 3D. Uh, it, it got rid of a lot of the issues of Majora's Mask. Uh, um, yes, I I really enjoyed the 3D versions of the 3D and 64 Zelda mm-hmm. games. Like those were. They made them make a lot more sense in my head. Um, mm-hmm. They were just better to play than having to deal with the garbage in 64 controls and all that sort of stuff. <laughs> yeah, um, they cleaned them up. Yeah, they did. A, they did a fantastic job on both of those ports or those really those remakes. Um, yeah, I know and, a lot of people like get mad at Majora's Mask because they added like the eyeballs on the enemies and um, the Zora swimming mechanics are different. But like honestly, like weighing the positives and the negatives of the changes they made like there are way more positives yeah uh for the proof that majora is a better game than ocarina uh 100 um, yes yeah yeah um majora basically it was like hey ocarina you were a good first try 
Now let me take over, and I'm gonna just completely obliterate mm-hmm. everything you did. It's a great game. It is a um, fantastic game. I was looking this up while you were talking, but like I'm kind of surprised that I, I think a lot a lot of this is just like emulation support for 3ds games is not as great as a emulation support for a super nintendo but i'm also kind of surprised that there is no link between worlds randomizer yet because it feels like that should be a thing considering how popular link to the past randomizer is but again like also like i think link between worlds is not like as popular of a zelda speedrunning game as mm-hmm. well link to the past as an ocarina yeah. So I think that also plays a little part in it as well, but probably. Um, but Link Between Worlds is fantastic, and um, we should definitely replay it at some point, maybe after Cold Steel. And then Ocarina and Majora 3D are just—they're great. They're great. Those are great remakes of those games. Um, they made Link's nose a little less pointy though, and so that's a little tragedy. But, <laughs> um, but also there's smooth amazing. those edges out. And one thing that's actually really cool about it is um like this is gonna sound like the most ridiculous thing so please bear with me um ocarina time 3d there are certain um glitches i guess is a good way to put it um that are in the original ocarina time and they kept them in the 3d version because they're like yeah we actually just want to make sure that that experience is the same Mm -hmm. and so like one of the glitches that you can encounter in ocarina time it, um spoiler alert once you go to it's a 25 um, year old game it was it's joke <laughs> Come um, on. uh once you go to zora's domain it's all iced over and jabu jabu's gone um there's like that icy ramp that's where he, he was if you stand at a certain point on that ramp uh as adult link you will warp into jabu jabu's belly because they just didn't take out that transitional screen area there. Um, and they left that in in the 3D version because they're like, yeah, we wanted to like recreate that experience. We didn't see a reason to take that kind of thing out. And like, which I would imagine it would be hard. Yeah. Cause like you're not, I'm assuming like you're the, the way that they ported that game from the N64 to 3DS is not just like a one to one, like, oh, vroom, vroom. like it's not a copy paste. Would they had to have intentionally programmed it so it did that as well? I think so. Just that's wild. Um, because you have to stand at a very specific spot on that ramp in order for it to happen. And I mean, with it being rebuilt the way that it's that they did, like they're and, and I mean they've gone on record saying that they purposefully wanted to keep them in. Yeah. Uh anyway, I just think that that's great. I think that that's a really cool thing that they did, that they're just like, hey. You know, people have found these stupid glitches over the years. We're just going to leave them in here. Mm-hmm. Totally. Uh, um, yeah. Uh, I also put Triforce Heroes on here. It was fun to play. Um, I like dressing Link up a lot uh, just in general, which, you know, I have already mentioned on this this here podcast tonight uh, when I was talking about Link in the hot pants. But this time we get, like, chibi cute Link in, like, Zelda dresses, and that's fun. That was a late era 3DS game, right? Yes, it came out pretty late. Um, like a 2016 or 2017-ish. I don't remember, but it's multiplayer. So yes. that part of it sucks. Um, I mean, it's, it's basically a, a... It's basically uh, Four Swords. But, a reimagining of Four Swords, yeah. yeah. 2015. But with clothes. 
I was a little off. Um, but it's fun. And so I put it on here. Yeah. I think I played the demo of it and I was just like, I don't, this game it, isn't for me because it has all that multiplayer stuff hooked in. So like, yeah, eh. it wouldn't be for everybody. That's yeah. for sure. Uh, what do you, what's your next letter in your alphabet? M. Mine's also M. Is put, it a Mario or is it something else? It is a Mario. Okay. In a cart. Uh, I'm going to go back for a second to L. Okay. Um, because, uh, it, it, just because I love this game so much and I got a port, Luigi's Mansion got a port on the 3DS and it was mm-hmm. great. The end. Dale's put that, the second game's also there. I own that game and still never really played it. It was Dark Moon, right? <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. That was one of the first games I bought for the 3DS. <laughs> nice. And then I never really played it. Nice. Luigi's Mansion is great. Uh, anyway, so you want a Mario Kart. Mario Kart. Um. I think it's also one of the first games I bought for the 3DS because, like, one of the first games I had for the DS was the DS Mario Kart. And, okay. Like, I've always just loved playing Mario Kart. So, like, I was like, sure, I will play a new Mario Kart on a new Nintendo system. That sounds like a good time to me. And uh, to be honest, I don't remember a single thing from Mario Kart 7. <laughs> Mario Kart 8 has overridden everything about that game in my mind. Because but, it rules. Yes. But also, it's a Mario Kart game, so it's probably fine. Probably fine. Um, I went with something different that was yes. Mario. I went with Mario Luigi Bowser's Inside Story. Mm-hmm. Uh, that game is awesome. It is super fun. Uh, I love the whole mechanic of like going inside the people. Um, <laughs> yeah. This just in. Al loves Vor. Not like that. That's disgusting. <laughs> Do not slander me like this. <laughs> ah! Anyway, Mario and Luigi games are really fun. There were several on there um, that I really liked. Uh, once we started getting into, like, I think it was Paper Jam. Like, that one was not very good. But um, I, th- I wrote down Bowser's Inside Story and Dream Team was apparently on there, too. And I think there was a port of Superstar Saga, is that correct? Anyway, there were lots of Mario Luigi games on the 3DS, and that series rules. Uh, Like, that was a really, really fun Mario RPG. I had a lot of fun with it. I played those a lot. Um, So, yeah, that's... They made my list. They're fun. Nice. The end. (laughs) The end. Uh, I have another M. Okay, hit me. It's Metal Gear Solid 3 Snake Eater 3D. <laughs> oh, my God. Which is a weird game. Because, A, they ported one Metal Gear Solid game to the 3DS. And that's it. Yep. The third game in the series. <laughs> and it's just, like, they do a lot of weird things to that game as well. by like Because they have to change it up because you're porting a PS2 game to the 3DS. Right. There's a lot of different weird control things you have to do to make that game work mm-hmm. um it's yeah it's just bizarre it's a bizarre thing it's a bizarre th- th- game that they put on the 3ds for whatever reason um but it's interesting that it exists on the 3ds <laughs> yes that is wild 
So yeah, it's it's really really funky. Um, I I got the peas next. I also have the peas next. The peas and Q's specifically. Mind your peas and Q's. I have Paper Mario Superstar um, before that. Uh, the game is terrible. It's absolutely terrible. Um, I put it on here because this was like one of those games that people really cite as like, oh, this is the downfall of Paper Mario. Like this is this is the game. Yes. Um, like it was the low point of Mario. Mario yes. Party or not Mario Party? Mario. Paper Mario. Paper Mario. So yes, I was it, like, there's it's a P Mario. It is the low point, which is why I wanted to put it on here. But now we can move on because it was a low point. Yes. Um, I assume we have Persona Q, both of us. Yes. Specifically that one and not the, the sequel. Uh, Persona Q is not a great game. Nope. It's all right. It's okay. Um, it was a fun way to see the cast of three and four interact with each other in a way mm-hmm. that they really... I mean, they had with Arena, but like with their with different versions of those characters um specifically like the games that are the versions of those characters that are like in the midst of dealing with the events of their 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 own games right so this the younger versions of all the characters um so you get a tragic moment here there's a lot of good character moments in this game Mm -hmm. that are also kind of undone by weird character writing yes um and just like Looking the Etrian, at you, Akihiko. Yes, uh, and then the Etrian Odyssey kind of gameplay is not my favorite. Correct. So, like, that also kind of was a a little bit of a hindrance, but, like, this is one of those games you take the good with the bad. Mm-hmm. So. Um, the art's adorable. The art's great. Um, the soundtrack's really good. Mm-hmm. Really good. And then, like I said, like, I, the strong parts about this game are, like, some fun character moments that you get with specific characters. Mm-hmm. So. Like, the whole dating cafe thing is just hilarious. Mm. It's the, perfect. Like, like, I will never get over the fact that, like, there is a really fantastic, like, Ken and Kanji moment in that game. Yep. Where, like, they try and recontextualize his anger towards uh, Shinji and all that sort of stuff. And, like, it's, it's so undone. good. It's so well done. And then, like, obviously, because this is a non-canon game, it gets the threads are ripped out of it and all that sort of stuff. That's what I say is there's that tragic moment because like they bond, they get over everything and then it just comes undone because they go back to the world. I'm like, no. Yeah. It's, it's a real bummer. But like, the, I love that moment. Like it, it's, it's so good. very, very good. Like it's, it's, it is a shining moment in this game that does not have a lot of shining moments. Was it Q that has um, Akihiko reading um, the poetry? Yes. Okay, because that was a shining moment for sure. That's also really good. Really good. Um, the only good thing about Q2, only good thing, is that we have FMC there. Mm-hmm. And there are some good shipping moments for me with Akihiko and FMC. <laughs> some really good ones. Um, and she got cute art, but otherwise Q2 is pretty much wet fart. Um, I there's one game on here that I don't have, but I'm assuming you might have because you've written down some games that are not necessarily the best of the best. Mm-hmm. One Ace Attorney Five. Uh, I have both Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney Dual Destinies and Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney Spirit of Justice. Yes, Dual Destinies is uh, not a good Ace Attorney game. It's one of the weakest of the the six. Yeah. Um, but like the middle ones are always the worst. Yeah. 
but it was a cool way to see that series go to the 3ds mm-hmm. got to see some cool animated cutscenes and all that sort of stuff and like those characters look great in they the 3ds great. engine so like um, it was a good like first like here's what these characters can look like but then you get to the to, to, to ace 26 and it's like this is this is the series again yeah yeah and we did have um athena's introduction in five so that was at yeah. least a good thing um and there were some moments in dual destinies that's really they they were good um also the dlc had you like defending a killer whale which that is, is true fantastic it's pretty good um but this is just like yes absolutely yes this is the apollo justice sequel that i needed mm-hmm. that i was afraid that i would never get um apollo is such a good character and people don't appreciate him enough period full stop this game's great spirit of justice is like one of my favorite ace attorney games it is arguably the best game in the series yeah which is really saying something yeah um i also put down the trilogy they put out of the first three games because okay, like, that's valid th- i was a little tepid on those going into it because like those mobile ports of the first three games were not great looking mm-hmm. but then the, i think they they updated the art for the 3ds versions and like those are it's a great way to play all three of those original games mm-hmm. um and that's basically the the versions they use for the when they ported that to everything afterwards uh, mm-hmm. last year. Um, so that's a great way. It's a great package to play a the, fir- the first half of this trilogy and get you two of the best games in this series. Also, fun fact, there is a port of Apollo Justice on the 3DS. So you get that amazing game too. Yeah. It's, but they didn't really do anything to it, right? It's just basically no, the DS it, version. It's the DS version, but yeah. I'm just saying it exists on the system. But you can also buy rules. a copy of, of, of the DS version and play it that way as well. So Correct. That, that was rules. kind of the one the reason I didn't put it on here. Still rules. Because I was like, eh, that kind of counts, but not. But yeah, that game's I, great. I also still think it's a tragedy that Spirit of Justice is called Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney Spirit of Justice. Like... Mm-hmm. You just drop the Phoenix right at this point, guys. Honestly, just yeah. drop it. Yeah. Like there's so many other Ace Attorneys that we're looking at here. We have three people now that, well, two people that aren't Phoenix right. Yeah. Just drop the Phoenix, guys. It's okay. It's okay. What you got? Uh, what do I have? Uh, Pokemon. Yeah, I just wrote all Pokemon. <laughs> uh, Pokemon X and Y were. I think the first 3DS entries, um, and that's that got me back into playing Pokemon games really because it's like they do a good job of mixing in like new stuff for you, but also being like, hey, this it's specifically these games were like, hey, did you play Red, Blue, and Yellow? Then you should play these games, and if like and especially if you have not played any games in a while. Because mm-hmm. it's like, oh, well, you get your regular starter, but also you get a nostalgia stout starter as well. Ooh. And like all that sort of stuff. Like there's like they implement a lot of like the Gen 1 Pokemon into this game as well. So it's like it is very much like this is nostalgia of the game, but also mixed in like with new stuff as well. Um, so like it's a it's a it is a cheap way to get people back into the series, but like it works. Mm hmm. Um, and then Sun and Moon were, you know, new entries in and of itself, and they were really, really good. Like, those are the definitely the superior games of these two. I never played the, the sequels to those games, but 
I really dug Sun and Moon as like story wise and gameplay wise of like the changes they made because like I know one of the more controversial changes they made in that game was like they just got rid of gyms altogether mm-hmm. and just basically made it so like you just would take on someone kind of just like out in the wild whatever and like I know a lot of people are like oh this changes the formula too much but like even coming back to the series at that point I was just like I think it's real interesting and bold that they're doing something different with like this series in a way that like they hadn't really done before and I think it really worked as well so yeah I know like people got real uppity about that but like I thought it was a good idea um, but yeah, the the Pokemon games were pretty good on the 3DS. You might have heard. I didn't play them. Well, that's because you're a coward. No, just kidding. <laughs> um, after that, I have a game that I think a lot of people have kind of forgotten about. Um, because it's not really talked about that often, especially in the the uh, with regards to these two franchises in particular. Is it Leighton and Phoenix Wright? It's Leighton versus Phoenix Wright. Well, you're skipping over the fact that I was going to do the other Leightons. Well, you we can get to those Leightons afterwards, but... Okay. Uh, this game is great. It's great. It's super great. It is surprisingly well done, like, fitting into pretty prominent uh, franchises that have, like, thrived on the, uh, the DS and mm-hmm. the 3DS in a way that, like, totally works. Yeah, like you get yeah. the you get the gameplay of both games in there, and like it doesn't really detract from either game. It's it's amazing how they're able to like blend the two gameplay styles, and also like nail how the characters actually would interact and like act in that scenario. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like that'd be really hard to do. This is basically like a Saturday morning cartoon done in a 3DS, and it's fantastic. It's so yeah. Good. Featuring, like, people dying as witches. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I know, like, one of the weird things is, like, they got different voice actors for the Ace Attorney side of characters. But, like, yeah, that's a that's a minor complaint. But, like, outside of that, like, this was a whole lot of fun. Um, and they, they even did some, like, real interesting, like, they did some newer stuff with the, the Ace Attorney gameplay that, like, wasn't really implemented in the main series, I think, until the 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 games that didn't come over here oh um the um i know which ones you're talking about the the past ones yes yeah still tragic we didn't get those yeah it's such a bummer it's such a bummer like obviously they really backed themselves in the corner with how they localized the original ace attorney and all that sort of stuff but like yeah come on I mean, like, everybody knows it's a joke at this point. Like, yeah, just, just throw it out there and, just, like, make it, just, like, eh, whatever. Just do it. Yeah. I don't think people would be that up in arms if those games came out and were more, like, translated the way that you would basically think they should have been. Yeah. They, they, but yeah. people would be fine. As long as they could play them, they'd be fine. Yeah, totally. Uh, Go ahead and play, talk about some Professor Layton. Uh, Professor Layton's good. He's got that big cat. <laughs> Got that big hat. Um, I I really like the Professor Layton games quite a bit. Um, and I think there were two on the 3DS. I have. Um, I had a Professor Layton game on the 3DS. Oh. I don't know what it's called, but I had one. Oh. Uh, there's the Azran Legacy Miracle Mask, and I think the was it the one of his daughter on the 3DS as well? 
Yeah, Mystery Journey is, debuted on the 3DS. Yeah. Um, That's so where you played it. It is where I played it. All those are really, really good. Um, you know, visual novel puzzle type games. Yeah. Uh, you know, that's kind of kind of my jam. Kind of. Uh, so, Professor Layton, it, it 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 did it for me. And then we got Professor Layton and Phoenix Star, and I was like, this really does it for me. Man, I, it's it's a shame no one talks about that game anymore. Like it's yeah, no, almost I agree. lost to history. It's and that fantastic. game came out in, like, 2014. It's so good. Like, I don't know if it didn't sell well or people just are dumb and don't pay attention to it or, like, what happened? I don't know. It could be a combination of things, but, yeah. It's a, d of a good video game. Um, I have one more P game. Okay. Mine's, my next one's R, so go I, ahead. I know exactly which one it is, so. You, you better. Um, uh, Project Cross Zone 2. Oh, right. That game. Which is still one of the... There are two video games that are maybe the wildest crossover games in in existence in the world of video games. It is Super Smash Brothers Ultimate mm -hmm. for the Switch, and then Project Cross Zone. Mm -hmm. Um, let me tell you the different levels of games that are in Project Cross Zone Two. Hit me. There are these, I think, these two original characters from the Namco Cross Capcom Tactical RPG, developed <laughs> by Monolith Soft. Uh, you got characters from Tekken, Dot Hack and Dot Hack GU, Tales of Vesperia, God Eater 2, Xenoblade Chronicles and Xenosaga, Resident Evil. <laughs> One beefy Chris Redfield can go hang out with Fiora. Good. Street Fighter, Darkstalkers, Devil May Cry, Mega Man X, Strider and Shinobi. Uh, more characters from Street Fighter and Tekken. Virtua Fighter, Sakura Wars, Yakuza, <laughs> Residents of Fate, Fire Emblem Awakening, uh, Soul Calibur Five, Summon Knight Three, Valkyrie Valkyrie no Bokun, <laughs> God Eater, Captain Commando, Star Gladiator, Ace Attorney. <laughs> There's a character from Capcom Fighters Evolution, Streets of Rage, Nightshade, Mother Sega Tosenshiro from the. Oh. Sega Saturn marketing. Oh my god, is he really in that? Legitimately, yes. That is the greatest thing I've ever heard. Oh it's my amazing. god. That's fantastic. What a yep. genius move that is. Uh Ula La from Space Channel 5. Uh Pi from Virtual Fighter. This is character from Residence of Fate. And then Ryo from Shenmu. You know what? Sure. It is wild. All of those go together. Like there are so many weird character interactions, like, like the like uh, Kiryu and Majima from Yakuza show up, and they're like they find Phoenix Wright and want him to be their attorney. I mean, wouldn't you want him to be your attorney? It's great. He, and then he... you get to see Phoenix Wright and Chris Redfield interact. <laughs> you can see any of these characters interact with each other. It's the dumbest and greatest thing. That's fantastic. Do you want Crom and Chris Redfield to become friends? Yeah. Do you want Dante and Chris Redfield to be... Do you want Chris Redfield to be friends with any character in this game? Yes. <laughs> you want Chris Redfield and Sega to Sanshiro to interact? Absolutely, <laughs> yes. <laughs> ah, am I breathing? Of course I do. God, I never finished this game because, like, it's a tactical RPG and, like, it gets real long in the tooth, I think. 
later in the game, but like, man, there's a lot of good in this game. That's fantastic. It's really good. Did they make him animated or did they just put his like face in it? What do you mean? Like the, 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 um, I can never say his name. Uh, he's like, an, he is, he, I think it's like a, uh, they, they did art for him. Essentially. Okay. They did art. And okay. basically art for everyone. Hey buddy. Um, I think we talked about this at one point as well when we've talked about this game before, but like, I guess at some point Hideki Kamiya was approached to put Bayonetta in the game. He's like, nah, Dante and Bayonetta have to meet on their own terms. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's great. Yeah, I would love for this game to for a third game of this to come out at some point. Cause like, man, and just like throw in some more. Just make it more ridiculous. Make it more ridiculous. I mean, Smash Brothers is kind of taking over as like that game. Yeah. But like. But like, there are some gets in this one that Smash could never even hold a candle mm -hmm. to. Yeah. It's, it's a real good. It's. A, real dumb and real good that makes me really happy so yeah that, that is a game that i played on the 3ds and it's great <laughs> i remember when you were playing that uh this is also a game where i learned that how to how to pronounce chunli oh right that because they say her name in japanese and they're like chunli i was like oh that's how you say it <laughs> so how you say it in chinese i would assume so hopefully um, hopefully but yeah i uh you corrected me on that one and i was like oh well, now I know. So now I say it right. What a game. What a game. What a game. That's a it's a heck of a game. Now let's get to the R's. You know what I have here. I know exactly what we have here. And it's Rune Factory 4! No! <laughs> it is Radiant Historia Perfect Chronology! God, I love Radiant Historia. I love Radiant Historia. It is, it is the sequel to Chrono Trigger. Sorry, Chrono Cross. Uh, that I never really got. Um, it it does like the timey whiny timey whiny shenanigans. Um, it's got fantastic characters. The story is great. I love the gameplay. This game rules. The only negative, the only negative about Perfect Chronology is that they gave Eric a long hair. Yeah, they they changed like the art style for everything. But you could you can buy the old art style if you were so inclined. But yeah. it is paid DLC, which is a paid bummer, DLC. but yeah. That's the only negative, because she had short hair in the original, and she has long hair in this one. But otherwise, like, this game rules. I love it. I'm so sad that people didn't pay enough attention to this. Like, I even have um, a long-standing joke with an ex-boyfriend that, like, this game came out what year? Like, probably 11 or 12? Uh, well, let's look it up. This... Doria. I spelled it right. Uh, the original came out in 2011. 2011. Okay, that makes sense because that's when we dated. And so <laughs> I kept telling him like, oh, you need to play this game. You need to play this game. And so it's been a long-standing joke. Like continuing to this year that he's like, oh, I finally played Radio in a story. I'm like, no, you didn't. Tell me tell me a plot point. He's like, yeah, you know, this is a story. It's Radiant. I'm like, yep, yep. You're never going to play this game. You're never going to play this game. You're just going to be disappoint me because you won't play it. Um, but I 
this game. And I just wish more people played it so I could just talk to people about how great it is. I played it, but only because Al put a knife to me and was like, you better play this game or I'm going to shank you. And I was like, oh, God, I'll play the game. <laughs> I'm not that violent. Um, <laughs> but you did play it. I don't know that you liked it as much as I do, but... Um, it was fun. It's a good game. It's got a very interesting battle system. Uh, it has so many, like, alternate endings that are just fantastic. I love this game so much. <laughs> anyway, um, I have another R. I also Get have another R. What's your R? Rune Factory 4. Oh, right. I, have I was R not R joking. <laughs> I have another R before that alphabetically, but go ahead with your Rune Factory. Uh, Rune Factory 4 is, is fun. Um, I never beat it because, like... I just got stuck, I think, at some point. But, like, it is kind of... It's the style of game that, like, a Stardew Valley is, like a Harvest Moon is, where, yep. you know, you have the farming aspect, the combat aspect, and you have all these, like, romance options as well, all that sort of stuff. Um, the game's fun. I'm, like, I'm excited to, for Root Factory 5 whenever that comes out. Um, but, yeah, like, this is... This was a fun little thing to, to play every now and then. Nice. That's really it. Tell me about your other R... Um, I also put Resident Evil Revelations on here. Oh, boy. Yeah. I mean, Revelations um, is the good one of those two, so. It is the good one. Like, it, it nails down that ridiculousness of Resident Evil in a way that I am all about. I played it on the the 3DS originally, mm -hmm. um, so I'm counting it. Yeah, and totally. I, I know that we were playing together. I was like, all right, I remember this specific thing freaked me out real bad mm -hmm. when I was playing it. Um, but like I had a good time with this game. I really enjoyed it. Um and it really it it, it hits it hits those notes of like I'm a good Resident Evil game. Mm -hmm. And then Revelations 2 came out. That's another game you could play on this system. Technically, yeah. but like, oh, that game's Ugh. bad. Yeah, why would you do that to yourself? But re yeah, Revelations One is like fun. Like it's it, fun. Like you said, it captures the ridiculousness of a Resident Evil game. Um, you're on a boat. You're on a boat. Chris Redfield's there. Yep. You get to play as Jill. Yep. It's fun. It ties into five, right? Yes. But yeah, that game was. I, I enjoyed the game. I would imagine. I, I've been playing that game on a 3DS. is weird, but like. It was. But I like it. That, that is a good game. Yeah, it is. So that's it. Yeah. Uh, do you have any S's? I have a few S's. I have one S. Okay. Do uh, you want to go first or am I going first? I can go first. I can get this out of the way. A game called Shin Megami Tensei 4. That is also on my list. That is a, that's a good game. It is a hard game. It's super hard. That opening sequence is incredibly difficult. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like that's that is a that was that was my first SMT game that I beat. Oh yay. Um but yeah, I had a real fun time with that game. Um I enjoyed the challenge of like just getting through that game and beating it because like it was really hard. Yeah. Um I never played the sequel to this. I own it, but I never really kind of dove into it, and I never really played the other SMT games that were out on on the 3DS, like the Devil Summoner and Devil Survivor. What, what the whichever the tactical RPG one was, I own like both of those, and it never played them. <laughs> um, I have Shantae and the Pirate's Curse. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. It's a really good game. Uh, oh, Shant actually, I have another S, but you go ahead. Oh, uh, I, I was just going to say, Shantae is a great series. People should play it. Um, 
this one was really fun. I think it came out on the Wii U later, but 3DS is where it yeah. initially started. So Shantae kind of got a revival on the 3DS. Yeah, I mean, like, that makes sense. People started paying attention to Shantae again. Mm-hmm. It's great. I didn't put this. I didn't put this down for whatever reason, but I just remembered it. But uh, mm-hmm. one of the most famous indie games mm-hmm. of this decade or the last decade, I played exclusively on the 3DS, and that is Shovel Knight. Ah, which is a fantastic 2D platformer um, that they made a billion things of DLC for that I don't know are compatible with the 3DS version at all anymore. I never went back and looked. Um, but that was where I played that game for the first time, and like I just enjoyed the heck out of it. Like that game was really good. I played well on the 3DS as well. So there you go. Um, I have some other things on here that I put on here for more of a. Uh, they're not games that I like, okay. but they're important games. Um, one being Super Mario 3D Land. Okay. Uh, I that style is just. Ugh. Um, did you like? Did you play 3D World? Was that the one that was on the Wii U with the cat suits? Yes, that's the one they're porting to the Switch. That one was good. Okay. Um, that one was very good, and I loved playing it with people. But um, Landa did not like. Maybe it was because it was on the 3DS. I don't know. Yeah. Um, speaking of games that were not good on the 3DS, Super Smash Brothers for the 3DS. Oh God, Super Smash Brothers for 3DS sucks. Really bad. That was my first playing of a Smash Brothers, and boy Ooh. howdy, that is a bad introduction to that series. Ooh, that's that game rough. is rough. That's real bad. Um, I just feel like it's worth mentioning. Yeah. That it existed. Yeah. yeah. Hundred percent. My next letter is an X, so X. Gonna have give at it, it to if you. you have I, 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 man, I wonder what that X game's going to be. I wonder. Uh, I think it's also worth mentioning, like New Super Mario Brothers Two. I think came out on the 3DS, and the New Super Mario Brothers games just are not good. Yeah, they're not good. Which is a bummer because good 2D new good new quote unquote 2D Mario games should be good. And these aren't. They're not. They really kind of like dragged that gimmick out for as long as they possibly could have. With a stupid bop bop music. That That's I exactly what I was thinking of. I hate that music so much. There is a good giant bomb bit where they basically go into a rage like you are doing. Really? I need when to When it comes this. to that that piece of that little bar, part of the music. Yeah. Please send um, this to me after. I will definitely this. do that. I have Thank some. You. Okay. So, but after, after that, I have some teas. Give me some teas. Uh, they ported Tales of the Abyss to the 3DS. <laughs> I didn't. I I played a, like a good chunk of that game. I didn't finish it, but that was because uh, this was. I think this was me coming off of playing Vesperia for the first time. So I was like, I want to play another Tales game. And someone was like, Hey, they put Tales of the Abyss on 3DS. I was like, Okay, cool. I'll play this on my 3DS. Um, that game's fine. Mm-hmm. It is a Tales of game on the 3DS. I mean, it's a, like an older one, but um, still works. Still, all, has all them people, you know, and all them voice actors, you know. You know, voice actors. So everyone that you know from like a, I don't remember when this game originally came out, but like one of the that era of games. That era, RPG. Uh, one of the greatest Final Fantasy games out there, Theat Rhythm Final Fantasy Curtain Call. I should have realized you would put that on there. It's a great game. Oh, Theat Rhythm rules. The fact that, like, we're getting a Kingdom Hearts rhythm game and not a new Theat rhythm sucks. And it looks so bad. 
and when we could be jamming out to like new good Final Fantasy music from Final Fantasy 14 and its expansions. So it's a real bummer. But yeah, Theater Rhythm is great. Like it does a really good job of like taking advantage of the 3DS hardware in a way to make a rhythm game um, in a way that makes sense. Um, and it's just incredible. Super, super fun. Uh, and then after that, I have Tomodachi Life. Which is a oh, weird I game. I forgot that came out. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's like essentially you take Mies and put them into like a big housing unit and mm-hmm. you just watch them interact with each other. Yep. Sometimes they sing. It's weird. <laughs> but like it's it was cool that like a weird game like that was came over here. Yeah. Because like that looks like a game that like if they came out like 10 years prior to when it came out like it's one of those games you would look at and be like oh that's a wacky japanese game that's never mm-hmm. coming out over here and then they put it out over here and it was weird but cool get all your find find all those me makers and download their me's so you could throw them in your game <laughs> put shaquille o'neal in your game oh my god i feel like he had like some partnership with this game i don't know Did why really? but i feel like he did that's why i gotta look this up now what a I feel like there was a way to be like, oh, just download this official Shaquille O'Neal me for your what? 3DS. What the heck? This Wikipedia page does not talk about it, which is a shame. Time to edit the Wikipedia page. I don't mean, I don't remember if it's real or not, so. <laughs> Never mind. Don't edit the Wikipedia page. Even if you do, people will yell at you because they're like, Wikipedia is... Yes, Wikipedia is blank. Jerks. You don't want to hear about my Atome stuff or my. Oh, celebrities on the Tomodachi Life Wikipedia page or Wikia page. <laughs> Five Mies, which represent famous people in real life, can be downloaded to Tomodachi Life and added to the island via QR codes. These are Shaquille O'Neal, mm-hmm. Zendaya. Which I didn't realize she would have been famous back then. I didn't either. Christina Aguilera. <laughs> Okay. I don't know who Debbie Ryan is, but apparently she's someone in this. Debbie Ryan? I don't know. And then Sean White. I don't know who that is. He's a snowboarder. Is he? Yes. So there you go. <laughs> Celebrities in Tomodachi Life. Um, I have another game. I think that's before X in the alphabet. Oh, Debbie Ryan was apparently in Disney stuff. That makes sense. Gotta get that hot Disney well, market think, share for Tomodachi Life. Zendaya was also a Disney person before. And, she... and of course, Shaquille O'Neal. Yes, obviously. Obviously <laughs> a Disney person. Um, I put down Ultimate NES Remix, which, which is like a port of the Wii U NES Remix games, which were just weird ROM hacks that they made. And we're like, here's some challenges of, to do on these weird ROM hacks we made. It was just a weird thing, but like cool at the same time, but also weird. I like weird things sometimes. Yeah. Another weird case of Nintendo being like, hey, we can do our own ROM hacks, but if you do a ROM hack, you're going to jail. <laughs> Terrible. Um, I think you'll have this. You might have this later. I don't know, depending on naming conventions, but uh, a uh, little. Virtue's Last Reward. Yes. A little game called Virtue's Last Reward. Yep. Do came have out it on, on there. the 3DS. I did not play it on the 3DS. I didn't either. I put it on the beat. But it's on there because it's a good game. It is a fantastic game. 
And then I have one more, but it's a Z. I have an X and a Z. So I'm going to go with my X. Xenoblade Chronicles 3D. Uh, a game, one, another instance of a game that only was available on the new line of the 3DS. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Which I think, to be fair, it is wild that they were able to get a game Put, of that size and scope on a handheld. Yes, I agree with you. It is insane. Not that I would want to play that game on a handheld. Oh, I did. I know you did, but like, times. personally, like, that seems, I would not want to put, like, play a 200-hour game on a handheld, because, like, oh, God, my hands are cramping just thinking of that. Yeah, like, my, generally, a first playthrough of Xenoblade, depending on what I'm doing, is, like, 140, 150 hours, mm-hmm. um, and then I did a new game plus on it as well, so that can tell you, Yeah, it, it's probably quite a bit of hours but it is excessive i Um, love this game so much and i'm so excited to be able to play it again this is not like they they didn't do a whole lot to like they didn't do anything like they did with the switch version like it's basically the same game yes it is the wii version of that game yeah Um, i don't remember if they did really anything at all i think they might have like added a few bells and whistles here and there but yeah but yeah, it is basically just, hey, we ported the Wii game to the 3DS. Which is of amazing. All it's amazing. Yeah. But like like you said, it's it's a handheld. So like there there are all yeah. these graphic issues. But like I was so stoked to play this again. And I'm pretty sure that they could just keep releasing Xenoblade Chronicles. I'd be like, I'm gonna play Xenoblade Chronicles again. That's exciting. <laughs> Cause that's who I am as a person. But I doubt you would want to play this version ever again. I probably would not play this version ever again because the Switch version exists and it is so much better. It, yeah, it does so many more good quality of life things uh-huh. to it. So the, the upgrades with the quality of life stuff is just, you can't go back to the old ones at yeah. this point. Like, I know people will moan about, like, Shulk doesn't look like himself and Ryan doesn't look like himself and they made everybody too pretty. And look, I'm he says like, Ryan time and that's all you need to know. He said Ryan time and like honestly they look fine. They, look, I mean like they don't look like super butts like they did on the Wii and that's okay. Yeah. Um, Like are they a little more animated? Yeah sure but like I, I ain't even mad about that. Have you played Xenoblade Chronicles 2? That's kind of where the art style has been going. Even so I think this is less egregious than two. Oh yeah 100% I would agree um, but again like for people complaining about it it's like yeah, that's, yeah, this yeah, is where the, this art style has been going you probably could go back to like Cinnable Chronicles X as well yeah man uh, this game this game rules yeah. I'm so excited to play Xenoblade again and you started it and then you didn't finish it and then that watched, cycle that cycle continued I watched what five hours of that game on YouTube well, I was going to say, you started the 3DS. No, you didn't. I, didn't, I don't have a new 3DS, so no, I did have, not. You don't have a new 3DS. Oh, man. I did That's not true. own this version of this game at all. That's true. I might have picked it up when you were playing it, and I got the Wii version on Wii U. That might have been what happened. Because I remember yeah. at some point you played like a little bit of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a very little bit of it. Yeah. In the scope of that game, it is like a small chunk of change. Yeah. You know, it was like five hours or something. <laughs> yeah, but like it's this game. Yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure our last one's the same one. Yes. Zero, Zero time, dilemma. time dilemma. This, this, you did play this on the 3DS. Sure did. I played it on the Vita, which mm-hmm. like 
I remember at launch there was a weird thing. Like I don't remember if it was like an Amazon thing or like a shipping thing or like a No, I think it was like a patch thing where like you were able to play it before me because of some weird technical issue. <laughs> yeah, I think so. But yeah, um you played it on the 3DS, I played it on the Vita. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's a, you know, it's another zero escape game. This is this is where the, that franchise got its start anyway, so yeah. Um so good like it is it is the weakest of the three but that does not mean it's a bad game no and also like my favorite gift that i've ever made in my entire life is from this game (laughs) yep ish um from this game's related media i suppose is a good way to put it yeah uh (laughs) life is simply unfair don't you think um but You know, there are really good moments of this game. There are mm-hmm. some really good moments. And I was glad to be able to see characters that we know and love again. Uh, you know, we've got Sigma, and we've got Phi, and we've got uh, we've got our good boy, Junpei, who's a little moody at this point, and uh, got Akane. But then we also get, like, the greatness that is Carlos. Mm-hmm. Heck, yes. Uh, and Diana. Like, this game is good. It's a really good game. Did it answer all the questions? No, but, like, it also almost didn't get made, so... That's true. I'm not that mad about it. Yeah. It's very gory, too. Yeah. Yeah, exceptionally. They changed the the art style, which is worth mentioning, I guess. Mm. That it is now, like, all video as opposed to, like, text and stuff. But, yeah, that, that is another... I mean, it's a great game. Mm-hmm. Get super beefy sigma that is now matt mercer and not troy baker mm-hmm. an upgrade upgrade <laughs> um he's so beefy in this game <laughs> oh man i also found out um via fangirl that uh you in in the part with the chair where he's in the the chair and the gun and everything you can like click his junk and he has something to say about that and it's really funny god yeah I did not even think to do that, but it is a thing. Uh, anyway, this game, this game's great, mm-hmm. um, and it is the last game on my list. Yeah, same. And that's just like a brief look at the entire catalog, considering like you know there's a ton more 3DS a games ton. out there, and then couple that with the fact that you can play all the DS games as well. Like mm-hmm. 3DS is just a heck of a console. Like Street Pass, remember game. Street Pass? Yeah, Street Pass. And Street then, Pass like, was a cool idea. Very cool idea. I used that a lot in college. Um, I, I I would take it. Yeah, I would take it to college all the time. Just like. Um, weren't the amiibo also originally tied to this in the Wii U? Yes, there was a. You had to like get a separate NFC reader to pair with your 3DS, which I think also was like. It might have been a new 3DS only thing. I think it was a new 3DS because I never had to have that for mine. Yeah, so you could use Amiibos on the 3DS as well. There was the giant Circle Pad Pro, which you would buy for, like, Monster Hunter, and that's it. Yeah. <laughs> um, and just a lot of weird accessories, because, of course, it's a Nintendo system. You're going to have weird accessories and all that sort of stuff. Keeping it alive. Yeah. Um. system had just a lot of weird quirks and stuff that just, like, just made it fun. And, like, like I said, like, the, 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 the very top of this, like, there was definitely a time period where this was the best console on the market. Yeah. By far. By far. 
Um, actually, the picture that I sent you earlier of me playing the 3DS in 2012, I think I said, mm-hmm. um, with my very long hair. Um, if you look closely, which like I don't expect you to do at the moment, but if you look closely on my leg, um, I was playing Kid Icarus, and Kid Icarus came with like little cards. AR cards. Yeah, the AR cards. And so you can see the AR cards on my leg <laughs> as I'm sitting on the sidewalk in front of the comic book store for free comic book day playing it. Good. Yep. We should just use that as the podcast. <laughs> just, <laughs> just me sitting there being a nerd. People are like, what does this mean? Uh, I mean, who knows, man? Who knows what I mean anymore? Um,. I think I'm pretty sure I'm, I'm like zooming in on this picture. I'm pretty sure that my, uh, yeah, that's what it is. Uh, one of the cool things about the 3DS, well, the same with the Vita too, is that you could have the, um, you could have like little charms on yeah, it. Yeah. Had like a thing for a strap. Yeah. So, um, my strap on my original 3DS was the thing from X-Men, but in chibi form. Uh, not not X Men. Um, what am I blanking on? Uh, you know what I'm talking about. Comics. Comics. Um, <laughs> why am I blanking on this? Because you're not a comics person anymore. Anymore. Oh, what was he in? Why am I blanking so hard? Fantastic Four. That's what he was in. Anyway. Um, I had I had a chibi version of him on my 3DS, and now I have um, a little chibi-fied uh, Zelda. I don't know which one she's from. She's like the same art style as like Wind Waker, mm-hmm. but I have her on my 3DS now. Nice. Mm-hmm. So that was a neat little thing that you could just like put the strap on. But yep, in that picture, I've got a chibi. The thing. Man, my hair was long. <laughs> God, I'm such a nerd. Then nothing's changed in the years afterwards. Yeah, that's valid. I am still very, very much a nerd. Well, I think it's time to deliver to to go find a liquor store, have them deliver you a forty. Pour one at, pour it out on the curb for the 3DS because it's done. This, this was our eulogy. Pour one out for your homie, the 3DS. You did good. You're a good system. You got a great catalog. For some reason, you've never played a 3DS. You got a wealth of games that are waiting for you in the wind. No kidding. Well, yeah, that is the 3DS is done. We're shoveling the dirt on it. Ripperino and pepperoni. Oh my god. Mr. 3DS. And that's going to do it for this episode. <laughs> yep. So if you'd like more from us, go to SeasonalAmyCheckup.com or SAC.cool. It's where you can find past episodes of this podcast and other podcasts like Checkup and Jared Now Watch. You can also find columns and reviews on the site as well. If you'd like more from Anladium, go to Anladium.com. She's got columns and reviews. You can follow us on Twitter, twitter.com slash anime checkup. And you can support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash S A C O V A. Buy us a slice of pizza, get access to 
unedited versions of the podcast and bonus episodes as well. Next week, we'll talk about some other stuff.